With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome back, Ram fans. This is Rams Up, your favorite L.A. Rams podcast. We are proud members of the Fans First Sports Network. That's fansfirstsports.com. You can also follow us on YouTube. Our channel is at L.A. Rams Up. I'm your host, Mark. You'll hear from my co-host, Tom, on occasion as well. Hey, we're not Rams insiders. We're just longtime fans who love talking about our Los Angeles Rams. Let's get to it. Welcome back, Ram fans. Episode 241 of Rams Up. I think this is our third episode as part of the Fans First Sports Network. What do we have for you this episode? We have our loop around the league and my week three power rankings coming up get through some interesting Ram news. Cam Akers traded. Y'all knew that by now. Over to the Vikings. The Rams give up a seventh rounder in 2026 and get back a sixth rounder. Kevin O'Connell, the coach of the Vikings, reunited with Cam Akers. They spent two years together with the Rams. Now, this may seem like a horrible deal, but Cam Akers was disgruntled. The Rams were disgruntled with him. He's going to be a free agent. He wasn't coming back anyways. So, yeah, not much in return. Rams save $1.29 million on their cap. 
So in a lot of respects, it's actually much ado about nothing, but just adds some clarity to the Rams running back room and probably, hopefully, a healthier locker room. I think the Rams have such a great culture and it's so obvious listening to these players and the coach that, hey, if you're rocking the boat a little bit, Rams aren't going to put up with it. Sean McVay will have none of it. And, you know, you got to respect him for that. I guess we can think of it as addition by subtraction. I watched the Sean McVay show the other day, and he had a couple of interesting observations. One, he really called out the work of Jonah Williams. And as I mentioned in the last podcast, Jonah had more snaps than anybody along the defensive line except Aaron Donald. So they really like what he's doing, and Sean McVay really celebrated that on his show. He also called out the leadership of Ernest Jones, saying that he has never been around someone who is such a great natural leader, Ernest Jones. And he also kind of had Van Jefferson's back. Now, I was pretty negative about Van Jefferson in my last podcast, but Sean McVay basically saying, we need to cut him some slack when you have two receivers really going off. You shouldn't be surprised that someone else is not getting targets and not really contributing. But there's an ebb and flow to this. He still thinks Van Jefferson is going to be a big part of this offense. So maybe I was a little too harsh if Sean McVay is being completely honest with us. But it still begs the question, when Cooper Cup comes back, Who's the odd man out? I mean, they're all going to get snaps and Ben Skowronik also, and maybe even a little bit of Demarcus Robinson, but someone is going to lose a significant number of snaps. And it may just depend on the opponent. Maybe it's going to be a different odd man out every week, and we just got to make sure we don't overreact if there's a game where Puka only gets two catches for 14 yards we got to all realize that this is a long season and all of these guys are going to have their moments, hopefully. And surprise, surprise, who chimed in on that Rams field goal late in the game that basically, from a Vegas perspective, created a dead-even game, a push, certainly affected the gambling outcome. Mike Florio basically implying that it was fishy, something's up, That's how I took his article anyways. Very negative about the Rams. And this is all this guy does. It's just amazing. And he also had a negative headline about this Cam Akers trade. Didn't really give much thought to the reason or the impact on the Rams moving forward. Just kind of poking fun at the Rams. This guy, you know what? I'm calling it right now. The Rams fans just got to boycott this pro football talk. And one other thing I wanted to mention is I was going to share my quarterback rankings. I was going to focus on the NFC quarterback rankings with the point being how weak of a group this actually is and making an argument that Matthew Stafford is probably almost certainly a top three NFC quarterback. And it's really starting to become obvious that Another guy that belongs in that top three, four, or five is Sam Howe of the Commanders. And I remember my special assistant, he loved this guy coming out in the draft. said, watch out for him. Just give him some time and watch some film on this guy. He is a very, very good quarterback. And that's just what this Commanders team need. They have great coaching. They have a very good defense. 
We have a couple good receivers. And now Sam Howell, splicing and dicing defenses across the league. Two straight comeback wins. Rams are going to get a piece of him down the road. And originally thought this would be a game the Rams could clearly have a good chance of winning. Sam Howell, the play of Sam Howell is going to make this game more challenging than I originally thought. Hey, let's take a loop around the league, shall we? We'll start with last week's Thursday night game. The Eagles 34, Minnesota 28. The Boo Birds were out in Philly. Because the Eagles are not overwhelming opponents on offense, at least that's my understanding of what's going on there with the fan base. But they're getting wins right. The Eagles getting it done. They're still one of the top three teams in the NFC. Seattle 37, the Lions 31. The Lions are down by four. They have the ball, and they throw this stat up on the screen. Jared Goff, almost 400 passes without an interception, third most in history, and still active, a chance to break the record in the next game or two, a chance to pass Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers holds the record. And I thought to myself, no, don't throw that up there now. And sure enough, one play later, Goff gets sacked. Well, Jameer Gibbs is wide open on the sideline. And then the next play, you guessed it, an interception pick six. Seattle widens the lead to 28-17. to Jared Goff to Josh Reynolds for two TDs in this game. And how about Sam Laporta? Looking like the next very good tight end in the league. All of these great tight ends in this year's draft. Laporta ended up going second which really surprised me, but now it's starting to make sense. Looks like one of the better tight ends, if not the best tight end in this year's draft class. It was actually the second tight end selected. And as I discussed in the Tuesday morning episode of Who's Pumped, Who's Pissed, Who's Perplexed, Aiden Hutchinson blatantly held on the winning touchdown play. The Giants 31, the Cardinals 28, and the Cardinals playing hard and then realizing WTF, what are we doing? Let's go get Caleb Williams, and they collapse. I'm being facetious here. Giants were down 28-7, though, in the third quarter. Daniel Jones, 317 total yards in the second half. This might have saved the Giants' season because everyone else in the division is 2-0. The Raiders came back to earth. I'm not sure if that's enough for Raider fans to come back down to earth, but the Bills beat them 38-10. Josh Allen threw for three TDs. Josh Jacobs, minus two yards rushing. Dolphins, 24, Patriots, 17. My special assistant told us this would be closer than you think, and sure enough, it was. We actually picked the upset here. Raheem Mostert, 121 yards rushing and two TDs on just 18 carries. Rookie cornerback Christian Gonzalez held Tyreek Hill to 40 yards receiving in this game. Patriots turned the ball over twice in Dolphin territory. The Colts 31, the Texans 20, Anthony Richardson hurt again, but Gardner Minshew comes in to save the day that appears to be his forte. Texans clearly buying into D'Amico Ryan's culture there. It's not going to happen this year for the Texans, but watch out for them in a year or two. Ravens 27, Bengals 24, Bengals clearly still trying to find themselves. Jamar Chase has 10 catches for 70 yards over two games. The defense has given up nearly 400 yards rushing over those two games, and Burroughs aggravated his calf, so it looks like it's probably going to be Jake Browning 
starting against the Rams. Chiefs 17, Jags 9. Chiefs turned the ball over three times in the first half. They were penalized 12 times for 94 yards. Jags offense really struggling. 24 total rushing yards and and Calvin Ridley apparently an afterthought. Commanders 35, Broncos 33. Washington rallied from a early 21-3 deficit, then outscored the Broncos 32-3 to take control with a 35-24 lead. The Broncos got within two on a Hail Mary, and then the two-point conversion failed. This is another play I mentioned the other day, the intended receiver Cortland Sutton apparently interfered with. And how about those Broncos? Remember that preseason game? They beat the Rams 41 to nothing, and Bronco fans were excited, as well they should be, trying to change the culture there. Ram fans were like, what the heck? And the Rams took a lot of heat for that. That actually even pushed this, the Rams are a bad team narrative even further along. What are people thinking? As Les Snead emphatically said, hey, it's a preseason game. Our guys aren't even out there. And sure enough, the Broncos are 0-2. The Rams, 1-1 and looking good despite a 41-0 shellacking in preseason game number three. The Titans 27, the Chargers 24 in overtime. Brandon Staley in the hot seat. They're 0-2 with the Vikings next. They need a win in a bad way. They went without Austin Eckler. This broken eight-game losing streak for the Titans. The Chargers have now lost five games while leading by 10 points or more while coached by Brandon Staley. Dallas 30, Jets 10, Zach Wilson throws three interceptions. Buccaneers 27, Bears 17, Bucks improved to 2-0. Bears still winless, of course. Baker Mayfield playing well, 26 for 34. Now, I saw a power ranking where the Bucks were several slots above the Rams, and I'd probably flip that at this point. A 27-17 win at home over the Bears doesn't really impress me that much. They did beat the Vikings on the road. But can we say the Buccaneers have beat a good team yet? Now they're one and one after playing the Vikings and Bears. The Rams are one and one after playing the Seahawks and 49ers. Who would you pick between these two teams at a neutral site? I'd be all over the Rams in that one. Falcons 25, Packers 24. People were starting to jump all over the Packers and Jordan Love. They played well, but squandered a 24-12 lead. Three more touchdowns by Jordan Love, but Bijan Robinson, 19 rushes for 124 yards. Yeah, this guy's going to be the best running back in the league if he isn't already. Atlanta's young quarterback, Desmond Ritter, played pretty well. Scored on a six-yard bootleg run on fourth and four to help their cause. And then there were the two Monday night games. Saints improved to 2-0, beating the Panthers 20-17. And the Steelers knock off the Browns 26-22. You know, Deshaun Watson, you're up. Your defense is playing really well. And then that play happened. A strip and score for the Steelers. And and that's basically why the Steelers won. Both teams at one and one right now. And the Browns, of course, without perhaps their best player on offense for the rest of the year, Nick Chubb. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. 
Chumba. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, Ram fans, I have my updated power rankings, my updated top 10, I should say. And who do we got? What are the changes we have? Well, not a lot, really. I shouldn't even be calling them updated. Very few changes here. I'll tell you who's out. Two teams out of the top 10. That's the Bengals and the Lions. The Bengals 0-2, the Lions losing at home to the Seahawks. And two teams in the New Orleans Saints, and the Jacksonville Jags. And in the green room, waiting right outside the, the top 10 at this point, I have the surprising Washington Commanders on the strength of their quarterback, Sam Howe, getting it done. He is rising the ranks of my NFC quarterback rankings, in fact. Uh, really weak crew of quarterbacks in the NFC, and Sam Howe, might be one of the best. We'll talk about that maybe another episode. So how does my top 10 stack up? Number 10 is those Saints 2-0. They play the Packers this week. That'll be a big game, kind of sorting things out as we go along here. I think uh, I think the top teams are kind of making themselves more evident at this point. The top seven especially, I think, are pretty solid. But the uh, Packers and the Saints are two teams we're still trying to figure out. Saints uh, still have that very good defense and Carr running the quarterback show there. Number nine is those Jags, the other new entrant to the top 10. They're one and one. 
They host the Falcons. Now, that's a game uh, us Ram fans got to be rooting for the Jags because, remember, there's going to be four playoff te- teams, uh, divisional champs, and I don't think the Rams are going to be one of those divisional champs. There will be three wild cards, and the Falcons will be one of those teams pressing for a wild card. I think the NFC South will probably only send one team to the playoffs, actually. So, um you know, the Falcons are going to be competing with the Bucks and the Saints for that number one spot there in that division. The second place team might be the odd men out, but still, we should always root for the AFC team in these interconference matchups. Number eight, the Cleveland Browns, one and one. They host the Titans. How big of a blow is that going to be? Losing Nick Chubb, we'll have to see. Still a very good football team. Number seven, the Buffalo Bills, one and one. They play the Commanders, and again, we should be rooting for the Bills in that one because there are four teams in the NFC East that could be playoff caliber, and if the Rams are looking at a a wild card spot, we just need these teams to take losses. Any any opportunity they have to lose a game uh, against an AFC team especially, uh, we'll take that. Number six, the Miami Dolphins. It was a little bit tougher than a lot of people thought uh, playing New England. They got through it, though. They're 2-0, and and they host the Broncos. They should roll over the Broncos. Pretty solid team, the Dolphins. Number five, I still have the Chiefs at number five. You know, they lost their opener. They had some struggles, you know, against the Jags, but they're 1-1. One and one. And they host the Bears. Hey, if you're in a Survivor League, uh, you, you need to... This might be as sure as it gets, the Chiefs hosting the Bears. Number four, the Baltimore Ravens, 2-0. and They host the Colts. And, you know, they're just rolling along. Uh, they're going to be in the playoffs one way or another, I think. Number three, the Eagles at 2-0. and And they were, they've been at number three the whole year for me. Uh, looking very good. Maybe not as good as Philly fans would like, obviously. We all heard the boopers talk about that. We already talked about that in our loop around the league, right? And they play at the Bucks, So I don't know who we pull for in that one. We'll just see how it plays out. Number two, the Dallas Cowboys at 2-0. and They travel to play Arizona. That defense man lights out. Um, Cowboys are a very good football team, and I considered moving them up to number one. I'm just not sold on Dak Prescott yet. At my number one team, the 49ers, 2-0, not looking as as uh, uh, unbeatable as they did in week one, but they're 2-0 with wins over the Steelers and Rams, two decent football teams. They host the Giants Thursday night. And uh, that's a game they should win handily. Saquon Barkley's out. Uh, those top f- four or five teams, you know, I think they're all fairly even at this point. 49ers might be the most complete team. But I'm interested to see this 49ers-Cowboys matchup eventually. That's going to be a good one. Cowboys defense is elite. Uh, so we'll look forward to that one. But that's my top 10. Got it there for you. Uh 49ers 1, Cowboys 2, Eagles 3, Ravens 4, Chiefs 5, Dolphins 6, Bills 7, Browns 8, Jags 9, Saints 10, and 
outside looking in right now, the Bengals, Lions, and the Commanders. And you know what? If the Rams win Monday night against the Bengals, I might have to elevate them to the green room. How about that? That's all I got for my power rankings this week. Do it again next week. Hope you enjoyed that out here for now. That's going to do it for this episode. Remember, you can reach us at ramsuppodcast at gmail.com. And don't forget about our YouTube channel. Our handle is at laramsup.com. Till next time, keep the horns up, stay safe, and have fun out there.